everybody, and welcome to Download Youth Ministry Web Show, episode 273. It just seems like so long since we've been together since episode 272. So long. Uh, Doug Fields here, joined by my beautiful wife, Kathy Fields, at Youth Ministry Extraordinaire Youth Worker. Uh, Katie, the Queen, Edwards, Junior High Guru, and Josh, the co-host. That's right. That's what Can I do. We do a show where Ron and Ange and Cass and Jason and Juliet, like we. That'd be fun. That would, that would be, be a so really great. Good time. Yeah. That'd be fun. It'd be crowded. It'd be crowded. It'd be, fun. It'd be crowded. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I like it. Let's do it. We can exactly. take a crowd. What would the topic be? Ministry, right? Yeah, that's right. Be close to each other. Um, like youth ministry and marriage, youth ministry yeah, and like, like even spouse. just all the different ways. What if that it was kind of... just the spouses? That would be, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh it might be a little quiet. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to yeah. be the ringleader for sure. Kathy would run it. Kathy, you're the most <laughs> extroverted of the introverts. Oh, you're right. You would have to be the Okay, host. that is a bad idea. They just sit here and they're just reading the whole idea. time. <laughs> oh, are we? Re- I, yeah. I would love That's to funny. see you work the crowd. Oh, you that would be it. amazing. You could do it. Well, well there probably would be some pretty great insight, to be honest, oh, about I'm youth sure. ministry and marriage. It's going to be really awesome. honest because nobody be has anything to lose. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Let's, let, maybe what we'll do is we'll get the questions and you guys do it. That's, that's, all right. that's a fun idea. Okay, you have to prep your spouses if they have to talk. Would. Ron, would, Ron would be all in. If you ask if Ron I a ask, question, he will answer. Okay. Yeah. Star Wars You're going to have to figure dinosaurs. out how to cut him, mm-hmm. cut him down because okay. once Ron starts talking, yeah, he yeah, gets you rolling. Be like, you got to be like, you got to be like, you got to bring him in. You got to bring him in. Okay, okay. That is You can do that. That's yeah, funny. absolutely. Right, what about Jason Carson's idea. wife, though? Is she a chatterbox? No. 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 No, she actually makes Angela seem like a chatterbox. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Oh, and Ange, Ange can be a chatterbox when she Ange, cares deeply about she something. Cares, she is yeah. all in. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, they're all great communicators. Oh, they're just gosh. introverts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great insight. Tons of wisdom for yeah. sure. Oh, that's a fun idea. They just okay. won't make fun of each other. They so, they'll be so they'll kind They'll be so gentle. <laughs> this is how the other yeah. half lives yeah. right here. It'll be yeah. really good, just not funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just enough seriousness. That would be true. This is from Jeremy Cole. Jeremy Cole of St. Mary's United Methodist Church. I have a few questions. How do I find all the old web show no. episodes? Is oh, let there... me take this question. <laughs> is there specific podcast titles? She can do it all day. It's Kathy Fields, everybody. Kathy Fields' humor has really come on mm-hmm. strong in the last few mm-hmm. years. Um, I'd love to be an official rewinder. Josh, okay. here's how it works. Every episode, 0 to 273, by the time this airs, is on YouTube. The only problem is, is that Matt, our illustrious Matt McGill, uploaded them all at the same time, to like 200 episodes, and didn't label which one was which. Awesome. So, right now, we have a rewinder who's going back and watching every show. And I'm in episode one. And (laughs) (laughs) congratulations, you're in. And is labeling them for us, so they're oh, all there. That's so they're just oh, not that's labeled. Nice. It's a mess. You can you can go all the way back to 200 on iTunes, but you, that's only 75 or so shows. Yeah. Um, but they'll all be on YouTube, and they're being labeled by a volunteer for for oh, DYM. Oh, how great! So it's happening. If I search my name on YouTube, will I be able to find myself on you, the show so I can watch the shows I was on? You legitimately can. Seriously, it's crazy yeah. how good the system is now on YouTube. You will find you. Wow. Which it's also That's creepy. I might do the same Super thing. Creepy. I'm going to watch all yeah. your shows. <laughs> I thought you were going to watch all your shows. I was going to no. say, you've got a lot to watch. I like yours. If you type in Doug Fields, you'll get a lot of other things, too. Doug's been in a lot of videos, though. So. <laughs> 
for you other know, things. Whatever. You know, you know I, can't, I can't think of any offhand, MVP. but, you know, whatever. Um, he says, I'm also returning. I want to be a rewinder. I'm also a returning customer of DYM. A returning oh, customer. Returning. When I first ordered it, I was so green in the vocation. I was just trying to get a handle on everything. Found myself not using it and canceled membership. Big mistake. Now I'm back. I we now find that email. That's no, he said email. big mistake, yeah. not me. Uh, now I'm back. I find myself having more time to check out resources and brush up on the training. Here is my question for the show. How would you recommend... Recommend. <laughs> recommend. recommend. Where, where is he from now, y'all? Uh, reaching out to the other country youth workers in my local area to come together more as a network. It seems like most folks around here have the island mentality. I've emailed them all, suggesting many ways to get together, but it seems to fall on deaf ears. I'm going to answer this real quick, and we're going to move on. Love it. Here's what, here's what I think you need to do, Jeremy. Don't email them all. Email one. You two, go out, develop a relationship. If you connect, great. And invite a third one after that, and go that way. If I get an email to an all, and I'm like, ah, oh, I just, what, I don't know. That's Who's going to delete? Yeah. You know, so, but... It's a lot easier to go out with somebody if they're just asking you out. You develop a relationship, build that um, network like from there. That. All right, is that I okay? Would not have answered that like that at all, and it's brilliant. Oh, it's the first time in 273 <laughs> episodes where Doug answers something just perfectly. Just, I have nothing to add. There you go. I, I feel blessed. We should close in prayer. <laughs> Scott Velasquez, Velasquez, Journeys Crossing, a Christian Church, Gaithersburg, Maryland. All right. I have to say it's a Christian church. Yeah. It's not just a church. It's not yeah. just a church. Yeah, I appreciate that. appreciate mm-hmm. the clarification. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go there and it's a Wiccan. What's happening with language <laughs> <laughs> Wiccan congregation? I thought this was Christian. <laughs> Put it in your name. <laughs> what are you guys using for ongoing adult leader training, and what's your strategy for the first 30 days of a new leader's tenure, or whatever time period you guys think in your context is most important for new leaders to build a solid foundation from which to lead. So what are you using for ongoing leader training and what's your strategy for basically onboarding the leader? Yeah, that's good. We have a pretty similar strategy. Why don't you take it and I'll fill in some gaps. Is that all right, Gates? Yeah, I mean, I think we we do training. I think we definitely overall try to have a touch point with leaders monthly. So that would either be a face-to-face training or something maybe more self-directed, like some video training or something that we would send them to do some self-training with. But I think we're, we're trying to have some sort of touch point monthly. Yeah. yeah. And I think we front load some of the training at the beginning of the right. year. We have kick more off. training for kickoff for the start of the year. It's, it's natural when people are like, I need more training right mm-hmm. here. And then as you get into the year, we do maybe a little less the halfway or a little virtual. Point, we do a lot of stuff too, yeah. just to kind of, as the, even as the new year starts in January yeah. and that kind of thing. And then I'll answer this other part, maybe like in a perfect world. This isn't always this way, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, I think there's some great value in shadowing a new volunteer youth worker who just came into the team with a veteran. Mm-hmm. So if I had a you know Jamie come into our ministry, I'd be like, Kathy is one of the very best leaders and connect the two of them and then watch Jamie take off because she has that veteran kind of mentoring taking place. That would be a perfect world how that would work. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially those first 30 days when there's a lot of insecurities and like, I don't know if I'm made for this. I just volunteered and here I am just thrown in. Give them somebody who's a pro, let them shadow, and then maybe maybe get their own group from that point. I think 
speak to in the first 30 days, just being really intentional about helping them know like what their role is, how, you know, equipping them with the resources that they need. Um, you know, most volunteers, <clears throat> if you give them, here's, here's kind of what we want you to do. Here's a few steps we want you to take. Here's what being relational looks like and, and breaking that down for them. Um, I think we've made mistakes in the past saying, go and be relational and just thinking that volunteers knew what to do. Know what that means. Or go and lead a small group or go, you know, do this. And even some of the things that you might find as simple, breaking them down into a couple of steps of, hey, can you try to talk to three students and ask these three or four questions? You know, just giving them some really great, simple first steps towards conversation, towards their role. Um, and towards joining your team. You know, when you come, we have a name tag and a shirt for you. We want you to wear that. That helps you be part of the team. So just kind of giving them some broken down steps, I think really helps them feel set up to win. Yeah. I like that. I do yeah. too. We yeah. all, Kath, you've been a volunteer for 30 years. What do you think? I think both Josh and Katie had great stuff. I think my last few years of being a volunteer, here's, you guys have new volunteers and younger, not younger, earlier ten shorter tenure down mm -hmm. but what do you do with those leaders who have been around a lot I mean honestly I went to leader meetings going I don't want to hear this again right, I've heard of this before. you you know people who have been here five years or longer and have been trained in this let's go and we're gonna train you on crisis intervention or on mm -hmm. something else mm -hmm. you know I feel like um, going to leader meetings the last few years of my time being a volunteer yeah was real stale and I was mm -hmm. I was I, w I had a real Jamie totally. and you know trying to just mentor and be there for her um, and I don't believe I know everything in ministry and so there's still more for me to learn yeah. but I don't need to learn what are the three new questions and yeah. you want me to talk to three the more kids the same yeah. basics over and over again yeah yeah, that's yeah. yeah I felt that was tough for me yeah As that's a, good insight because yeah. I think too even talking to your veterans like what mm -hmm. even knowing like what are what are two or three topics that you would want us to do discussion on or training or whatever this year would be cool yeah yeah, yeah. I loved all the practical stuff all the all the you know here's birthday cards you guys are brilliant at that send out birthday cards and you guys have supplied them and because it's just a trigger it reminds me to yeah. do that and so the practical stuff you guys have really done a great job on I'm not sure helpful. we've ever had a show where uh, Josh has been so attacked before like this. You're really I'm, going after him. I'm man. pretty wounded. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, thankfully, I'm very distracted by everything that's <laughs> happening in the hallway. So I heard about half of what Kathy was. <laughs> was the so flaming great. arrows were just I bouncing off. Great. Yeah. I think it's great insight. I think, yeah. Well, think and, and to address it specifically. Yes, Josh. Um, no, I mean, I really don't have anything to add. Um, we're, we're trying. We're trying to involve the, volunteer, the veteran volunteers more. So if you are active in our ministry right now, I would say, Kathy, come up and share X, Y, and Z with our with our newbies. And that we found that as Matt and Chip and others are pro volunteers that have been here for years, as they now get to pour into people from the stage or in person, they do sense a little bit more like I have purpose in being here for the eighth year in a row or whatever. Yeah. So we're working on it, but I yeah, feel there's always pain. something yeah. to learn. Yeah. I think that you know the principle is there's something to learn. From something the veteran, no, I'm, I'm saying there's something to learn from the veteran volunteers. Oh. You know, I, I was even saying something to um, to Josh, like a, when Julie Brock left, and you brought it to my attention, like you know, here's a girl who was a woman who volunteered for 15, 20 years, and she yeah. left, and we didn't really do a good job closing the books on her, mm. you know, and yeah. celebrating that time and bringing closure to it. It was just 
but that is such a difficult part of leadership because yeah. we're on to the next. You're yeah. on to the next. Now we need another volunteer. Great. And, and, it's, you, and it's not you right. You but feel so much more pressure, too, on the front end with with some of the volunteers who you're about to put with students. And yeah. you're like, oh, gosh, there's so much we need you to know. You know, and yes. so you do end up feeling probably a little. I mean, I know I feel a little bit more pressure on that side. So, totally. you know, I think that's a good. Just, you know, and even an idea, just an idea, practical idea. Um, the last show we mentioned a new book that you had just read, written by Orange and Reggie. Yeah, Faze, just Faze. Faze. And yeah. you know what? Maybe some of your veterans leaders don't need to go to that whole meeting, but then they get to hang out with either you guys yeah. or one of the people on your team or just another veteran leader, and they get together and they have committed yeah. to learning more through reading this book and now they're going to hang out while right. the others are getting their practical yeah it's cool here's yeah. how you lead a bible your training study is here's this. your curriculum yeah. house here's how you go through it yeah good you're not only beautiful you're smart and you're hurtful but no, <laughs> I, I think the tension is too like i want i want you sitting at a table with with my newbies too yeah. so it's like finding that finding those Maybe there's some great pauses in the year where you guys are hitting some deeper stuff, and then there are some great times where, you know, you're rubbing shoulders with the Jamies, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's that, that's definitely a, a tension too of like, oh, I just want you sitting at a table. Yeah, with them, well, you you're giving more you're front there loading, you know. you're yeah. front loading that training like in September. Yeah. You could have all the veterans over to your house for a nice dinner, yeah. thank you, give them the Just a Phase book, whatever. Give them something more advanced and mm -hmm. say, you know, really be meaningful. I know you're not going to get anything out of. The next Wednesday night training, sure. but if you could all come and sit at a table with these new leaders for the and first that way, acts, yeah, just yeah. that way she a little bit more of a yeah, yeah. Even if that was just communicated to me yeah. to say, I value your time at the table, yeah, and you with yeah. the, you know, yeah, yeah. no, totally, I think that's, that's a good word. Yeah, yeah, we do value your time at this table, Kathy. Thank we you. I've been here. I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. He gave me chocolate also. So sorry, Josh. Really Josh hurt you so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is from um, Mike track. Cunningham, who also goes by Mookie at Flood Church in San Diego. Mookie, that's a good nickname. Uh huh. What type what of church cast goes to? What's the name of it? Flood. Oh yeah, yeah. San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. It's our kids. Yeah, I wish you know. they have the flood and the rock. The rock and yeah. the flood. What? Yeah, and the ark. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, journey. <laughs> they did totally get it. You got me. I was like, what? <laughs> journey. Yeah. The journey. What else do they have down there? San Diego is San just San Diego Christian Church, <laughs> I think. <laughs> that does, that, no. <laughs> they have a Christian church. The, that's funny. Um, Mookie <laughs> says, what type of lightweight slash low-maintenance stuff do you guys do during your summer schedule? Mm. Uh, I lift hard every day. There's nothing. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> we went so long. Josh is the only one so laughing long. at that one. Come on. Welcome Come to his world. Come on. Here's a here's a something. I just got the junior high calendar from our church, and it, I saw the word free on it in multiple places, and that was very exciting to me as we a dad. We both have multiple kids in the youth ministry. That's right. Free. <laughs> free, inexpensive, lightweight, <laughs> lovely. So great. Ah. A lot of free stuff. <laughs> no, I love that stuff. Yeah. That was great. I don't know. I think for summer, just, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily consider summer a lightweight time just because I think it's relationally heavy. Yeah. So we're spending a lot of time building relationships. For us, 50% of our students graduate up to HSM and we have 50% new. Mm. So we do spend a lot of time in junior high 
um, doing relational stuff, but try really hard to make it free, accessible, um, anyone can show up, the least amount of registrations and things like that as possible. So yeah. this summer we have a lot of park days and things that students can just show up to, bring a friend, really easy, free. I think that's my favorite one, with a, a little park just opened up across the street, and it's so fun, so yeah. easy. I'm just so like grateful. show up at the park, yeah. we got the grill going, we got a field open, we got all sorts of bocce ball and frisbees and footballs, and it's just low maintenance, low cost, fun, hanging out. You have smash ball? Event. We don't have smash ball. Spike ball. We spike ball. do have spike ball. Spike yeah. ball, can jam, soccer. Yeah. Nine in the sky. Nine in the sky yeah. for sure. So yeah. fun. Love that stuff. Yeah. yeah. We have one of those lawn darts. We, we don't have those anymore after that one kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're being serious. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I've already been attacked a lot in this show. I'm yeah. not going to like that. Bobby lot. Fleck, similar <laughs> to Mookie, but Bobby Fleck is in Ringgold, Georgia, says, um, what are some ways that you attract kids to your youth ministry over the summer? So we've got one question that says, what type of lightweight, low-maintenance stuff do you guys do? And one question that says, what are you doing to attract kids over the summer? So I've go. noticed that a lot of youth, a lot of my youth pastor friends that I have kind of around the country and even more like Midwest and East Coast, mm -hmm. they shut down for the summer completely. Mm -hmm. And so they're always baffled that we have stuff happening in the summer because they, they're like, oh my gosh, people go away for vacation. Yeah. We don't even do camp or anything like that. And I feel like wow. we... You yeah. say lightweight? We yeah, definitely... There you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I would say we amp up, but, yes. it, but with ease. Yeah. You know, so like I said before, just making things easy, accessible, cheap, you know. Yeah. So it's not necessarily tons and tons of work to do a park day. It's yeah. a something, but... Well, we kind of also lean in... This summer in particular, we're leaning into where students want to be. So mm -hmm. for us, in our culture, the beach is a few miles away. And so we've added a whole bunch of beach days. We're literally going to go hang out at the beach and just swim and surf and play and play sand games and have the grill going and fire pits at night. And we're just doing a ton of those. So we're kind of, they want to be there and their friends want to be there. Everybody wants an easy invite. And so we're kind of, instead of going, we're going to Six Flags and it's going to be 99 bucks a kid and we're getting right. a bus and whatever. We're, you know what? You want to go to the beach? We're going to the beach. We'll, we'll meet you down there four o'clock or whatever. It'll be great. So. Junior hires come to everything. I mean, they, they don't have anything to do. So they get to get dropped off somewhere without their parents. Like, you know, for yeah, a lot of them, it's like their first taste of freedom. Yeah, it's a win. Yes, it's a win. Oh my totally. Yeah. So I, I find, you know, it's just really anything that there's going to be a little bit of a crowd. You know, let them know they can invite a friend so they don't have to come by themselves. Yep. You know, and make it really open. And I just find most junior hires are excited to just have something to do. What yeah. about volunteers that have to work? nine to fives and stuff like that so you know i'm thinking of the youth worker who's listening going yeah i, I would do that but i'm i'm by myself during the summer mm -hmm. yeah it's a great question oh, well i we utilize a lot of younger leaders we use a lot of students that come home from college which is fun or some of our like high school seniors and some of the students who do have maybe some free time during the day but try to have a balance of things in the evening and during the day so some of our evening events are meet at laser tag or, or meet at something yeah. and so you know a lot of our volunteers can come you know they're at, it's seven o'clock and come after work and that kind of thing so having a nice little balance i think yeah it's interesting, helpful. in our culture, we don't have a Wednesday night official program during the summer, but we add um, midweek, and it's just extended time of singing, a simple devotional message, usually a guest speaker, a new voice, 
And so that's seven o'clock on Wednesday nights, and that's been really popular for us, which is funny because it's not our, you know, our normal youth group is on Saturday nights or Sunday mornings, but a seven o'clock worship time and a message. Small has, group leaders have the summer off. Small right? group leaders have the summer off, and so and some choose to show up at a few things. Whenever we totally allow that, but if there's no expectation, there's absolutely no expectation. But even something as basic as that has worked really well as far as an off hours type of thing. So it's a good chance to put in some of our other speakers who don't normally get to, you know, a, a volunteer who's been around for a while who has a message to share. It's a great chance to use them too. And so, yeah, a lot of fun. That's good. Yeah. You know, one of the things with us doing back-to-back shows, I forget to thank our sponsors. Mm. And we have to always, at every show, Kathy, you know that. I mean, uh, it, Is that like contractual? It's contractual. Ooh, okay. It might be. Do no, we I have contracts with them? No. No, it's just oh. love. Just love. Just it's just great. love. It just pours it's just out. It's, it's um, orange. <laughs> orange is our primary sponsor. We already mentioned them. That was the last show. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we, we went to the yeah. bathroom really quick, got refills? That was, we weren't recording that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. Then we started a new show. We were going that's true. That's true. The Orange, the Just a Phase book. There you go. There you go. Okay. Grateful for our. Did we hear back from a few episodes ago? We really went after Leader Trex and Doug Franklin, Marion Young, like like Ron, Katie's wife. Oh, we haven't heard back yet. No. Yeah. Franklin marries. Did that show? Doug Franklin married young. Yeah, I think that show's next yeah, Monday. A greater, a greater distance Monday. apart, I think. That's... Yeah, what are you, 12 years wow. apart? We're 12 years apart. I th- I want to say they're like 18 years apart. <gasps> they're long wow. years apart. Yeah. His wife is really pretty. She's, she's great. Is, and she's just great. She's she is so pretty. Kind. She's great. People 20 years younger are always pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quote of the show right there. Done. All right. That was, if I was great. Twenty years younger than Doug, I would look so awesome. so good. You'd be, like, you'd be like, Doug's a great guy. Man, his wife is pretty. Man, I we get say that, that all now, the time. Just so you know, even though you hate me a little bit right now, apparently, uh, we say that all about you all the time. Stop being so wounded. Just be so wounded. She gave us good things to think no, about. No, I'm teasing. I've actually, if you could see my to-do list, just not to be defensive. Stop. But I have, I have that on my to-do list of things I need to change in our ministry. The mm-hmm. going back to the Julie Brock and thanking people that exit better. It's on my list. Hey, yeah, we totally brought it. Her son is in our ministry right now. Oh my he gosh, is. that's yes. unbelievable. And oh, it's wow. been so fun. Yes, her that oldest. Is so great. And it's been so fun to um, have her as a mom in our ministry yeah. because she's such a cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. for those who have Sorry, no idea, we're play, totally playing inside house here. I didn't mean to do Julie that. was a 20 year volunteer in the high school yes. ministry. If we were here 20, she was here at least like 18. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you were just talking about how she left and the closure, but it's so yeah. cool to hear her talk about her time in, in high school ministry yeah. and just how much that shaped her, how much she loved it, and how much she wants that for her kids. How so, bad yeah. did she talk about Josh? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, it's time to go. I wish we had more time for the show. Thank you to Orange. Thank you to Leader Tracks. YM360. We always, we always give a code. Today's code is CAMO. <laughs> Anything in the store, ten percent off using the code CAMO. Cam- oh, I any see. and all. Ten percent. Yeah, last last week's wow. show. You guys are cheap. Fifty-two percent. YM three sixty. Okay, well. Youthministry360.com. Episode, you will get a greater discount because of me. A much better That's right. deal. You go go back to episode two seventy two. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, that was when that we was almost the put them out of business. 
Um, this is wow, from look at that question. Josh what? Nelson. Yeah, this is the longest question that has made the show, and I'm not going to read it all, but he's Thankfully. talking Whoa. about um, dealing with a family. The mom and dad are divorced. There's two boys, one just graduating, one a sophomore, and a girl who's finishing eighth grade. Talking about the dysfunction of the family, all right? And he's, he's really, really concerned about the kids staying there and whole bit. But here's this question that I think is transferable to everybody. How do I work to try to help a dysfunctional family when my advice may, see, may be seen as overstepping my bounds or dishonoring the parents? Done it a million times. Overstepped and dishonored. <laughs> Just go for it. That's what I'm hearing. Go for it. All right. Oh, that's hard. That's really hard. First thing I'll say, and then I got nothing else, care for the kids that are in your ministry and love the kids because you probably will not change the parents. But what if he is saying, the Kathy, great advice, but the best way to love those kids is to get them out of that house or to help, you know. Unless you need to call Child Protective Services for how great that is, and we have all been in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had somebody in my house with a mother and a daughter, and I've said, you need to get out of your house, and if you don't, your daughter's going to hate you in another couple years when she realizes that you haven't protected her nothing changed nothing changed but I continued to love that daughter love Mm -hmm. that girl that's the only thing I could do and it wasn't it it wasn't like I should have called child protective services I don't believe that still to this day it wasn't that kind of case if it is you call child protective services and you don't bat an eye about it and you get some help in there well and in that situation you spoke truth to somebody by saying, if you don't protect your daughter in this situation, she will turn on you. And the mom looked at you like you were a zombie. And fast forward a few years later, that's exactly what happened. Yep. Exactly yep. what happened. And the, the ministry is to the kids. If and you the can't redeeming get to part. The and the redeeming part of that is that you, as a small group leader, were there and have provided community. Continued and, to. Yeah. yeah. Well, good for you, first of all, for even just saying that. Because, I mean, hard. I even feel the tension here of, like, oh, do you speak up or just let it go? Like, is this my place? Like, are you really supposed to say that hard truth to them? And you were. And so even for this question to be asked, good for you having the boldness to wonder what you should do and to maybe say it if yeah. you need to. I think that's where you trust the Spirit of God in your, yeah. and, you know, you have to be prayed up. This is not an impulsive thing. You're not saying dumb you know i mean the older i get the quicker i am to say to parents some things but when i was a younger youth worker i really thought more about it and prayed more about it and you know talked to kathy about it about what should we say in this situation and i think you've you've got to trust the spirit inside that's prompting you and you know kathy's right you're not going to fix that parent but you might just plant a little bit of seed of wisdom and at the same time you want to be able to say I did everything I could. I didn't turn my back on that situation, you know. And we're not we're not talking about abuse that needs child protective services right. in this situation. Mm-hmm. He's basically just talking about fighting and anger and tempers about the boys between one another and you know a blended sure. family blended and family just goofy tough. stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I I would say you might be surprised how little they hear face to face from someone who loves them. Some direct coaching or calling them out or whatever. I know even when I get feedback the opposite way from a parent, I am really thankful for it because so few parents will really help me 
as a leader. And I think, and it doesn't always feel that way, but it is is so helpful. And I would say those young men are probably caught in the middle of this new relationship and fig- and if you could just speak some truth out of love and out of respect for them, coach them, love them, I think there'd probably be a welcome voice in their life. Yeah, I think it's the hard, one of the hardest things in youth ministry no, to coach yeah. another parent. Mm-hmm. You know, to, be, to yeah. not be a parent and to coach a parent or to be a parent and coach a parent. Yeah. Both yeah. equally difficult, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> More difficult when you're not a parent to try to coach a parent. Definitely, because yeah. you really have, your context is, is just so yeah. different. But um, <clears throat> I think if you're not a parent, Lean into some 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 parents of teenagers before you have a conversation like that. Okay. You know, lean yeah. into some parents who you can kind of ask some questions of what does it feel like when tempers flare and things like that as a parent. Because even great parents have those moments. So, so what are some of the coaching points or some of the things I think other parents can help you do that? And as a parent, you know, drawing from some things of what are what would be those coaching points or next steps. You know. Um, I, in a conversation with a parent, I always want to have a next step, you know. So even if it's a hard conversation, I want to be really loving on the back end of we're here for you word. too. We love you too. We want to, you know, and some parents respond to that and some don't. You know, you can't control that. But to put out, here's what we see in an honest way, but here's how we want to love you. Here's how we want to walk with your student. You know, being prepared to say some of those types of things and follow through with, hey, can we help you guys get family counseling? Or we have some great resources here or here that I want to point you to. And, you know, ultimately it's in the parent's court to respond, you know, and some do and some don't. That's out of your hands. But I think thinking through what could be some next steps potentially. You know, if you were going to coach a parent, as a parent, if someone's going to coach me, my question back is, well, how do I do that? You know, or where do I start? Or I want to do that maybe. And so, but I don't know what to do from there. And I think that's a lot of parents is – they just don't know where to begin sometimes, and so they just don't. Yeah. So, just a couple things there, I think. Yeah, anything else? No, just, you know what, and just maybe that it's not in every situation that I have done what I gave an example of. I didn't do yeah. it every time somebody was in a rough spot, you know, like, you're damaging your child, do something, be right. a different parent. You know, I didn't say that every kid who had hard times. There were some kids that I didn't know their parents. I didn't have a relationship. They didn't want me to sure. talk to their parents. Um, so there were times when it was just purely, okay, then we just have to pray you through these teenage years. You know, we, I will be here. I will stand by your side. Your family sounds like it's really hard for now. And this little small group will always be here for you. Right. Church will be here for you. So it's just that spirit leading peace and yeah. when you feel that and yeah. yeah. But I do love have what's the next step? If they do if you do get a meeting with the parent where you can say, We have this we can offer you, we know of this great family yeah. counselor. Yeah. Your child maybe should go talk to a counselor also and this person might be great. Or do you need another parent to talk to? You know, I know that that was yeah, always a big them. thing, you know, was just, you know, for us was just, we have some other great parents, but we just need someone to talk to. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, parents, parents can feel like a failure 24-7, yes. parents of teenagers. So if they can talk to somebody who's been there, a little older, a little wiser, a little journey through, who's going to be able to say, you're going to be fine. You're going to, you know. Let me come to you from the future. So, so helpful. Mm. Also, a little other piece is there's two sides to every story, too. So when you are talking to a kid and hearing about the family, you just be wise enough to know that that mom and dad has the side of the story, too. 
what, what Josh was writing about to us, it sounds like he knows the other side of the story as right. well. Okay, last question. This is from Mark West from Memorial Baptist Church. Hello, it's DYM not, not church, member and web show enthusiast, but not a <laughs> rewinder. Oh. I really enjoyed Jason on the show and liked the addition of his oh, point of so view. so sad I'm here today. So, so, yeah, sorry to <laughs> so let you down. Sorry. Uh, so sorry. But I still miss Matt and his marvelous cat. Oh. Don't we all? Don't we all? We, we do. All do. Hashtag Pismo. Yeah. My <laughs> question <laughs> is, where do you draw the line between plagiarism and inspiration? For example, I like the name Hidden Treasure for a Bible memorization program. So I use it for our ministry's program. Is that plagiarism or inspiration? I think it's wonderful. I hear a message with a great title and some great points, so I write with the message with the same title and main points, but connect them to my own way that fits my context. Is that plagiarism or inspiration? Um, I'll tell you the first one, the hidden treasures, because it comes right out of PDYM. Yeah. That is inspiration. I want people to plagiarize. Absolutely. Like, anything we do at Download Youth Ministry, it's to save you time so you can spend more time with, with kids. Absolutely. I appreciate <clears throat> I appreciate the question, though, because I think I've heard you know people preaching our messages that are, you know, I mean, they're giving the same illustration that we did and just yeah. changing changing the names, but not, you know, it's not real. Then your integrity's at the line. You know, the reality is even anything you read has been inspired from somebody else. I mean, yeah. somebody's taken that and went, whether it's a movie, a book, or something, went, oh, that's interesting. I could I could teach that. And they create a talk from it. They've taken that concept totally. from, from somebody else. So I like when when youth workers ask that question because I, I don't – I don't want them to feel like they're just stealing stuff every week from people. They're not thinking or their message sure. is only as good as the last book that they read. But you use these resources as inspiration. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I start. I like starting with a blank Word document, but I fill that blank Word document with stuff that's in my head and stuff that inspired me and stuff that... Mm -hmm. So even what you totally write, it's not... Original thought might be a thing of the past, honestly. There just isn't a whole lot new out there. But yeah. different ways of saying it, creative ways of saying it. People that have, have spent a lot of time preparing a message and you can leverage that time that they've spent as you communicate to students, that's wonderful. You know, I think there's ways to amplify your sermon prep by beg, borrow, steal. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want, I just don't want youth workers, to, you know, to rely on somebody else's stuff every week without at least doing some of the homework on themselves and doing Absolutely. hard work and learning how to learn how to study the scriptures, learn how to ask good questions, and then use other people's stuff to fill in some yeah. of the blanks. Well, and letting the scripture, the message that you're giving everyone else, let it speak to you. Yeah. Let it do its work in your heart, too, because the message has to come from you. It's not just a talk that you download and you're ready to go. Yeah. So even if you do beg, borrow, and steal, it's got to be your message from the Lord. So. I think that's what's fun about DYM, too, is that there's times where I'm just kind of looking for something to spark, so I just scroll through all the series titles, and I just, what is everybody, because sometimes yeah. that's just like a, what is everybody thinking about right now? Yeah. You know, or you what are something. the pastors well, talking you know, about? You know, was it a money? She doesn't. She doesn't. She does. She's like, hey, can you get me my filthy parents, rich? And I was like, okay, sorry. That's true. You're you're they okay. Are they are all customers. over. But it is fun. Like you'll, you, you just did a series that you just took a name off of the, yeah, the title side or something. And I was like, that's a great that's idea too. Built their own talk. Well, absolutely. We've had people say, <laughs> uh -huh. I buy your guys' series on DYM, 
and sometimes I don't even look at the messages. I just use the graphics. Yes. It's like three bucks. Like that, yeah. yeah. Man, <laughs> I don't know how to do graphics. So it's just nice to have, awesome. you know, that's why you guys have DYM to serve us at all different levels. You know, where yeah. we're weak, you know, that can be good strength. So. Well, I think that's where the old, my only thought is that's where they need to be careful. DYM offers that. Doug, you have always said that. Take my stuff. Right. Take my name off. But not everybody on, yeah. says that. So True. I think you need to be careful with who you're beg borrowing and stealing from if you're mm-hmm. using the same words. Yeah. Exactly. Because somebody True. else may not be as gracious and yeah. might call you out on it and not like it. And yeah, maybe should be attributed at least. Yeah, should be attributed yeah. to yeah. something. Yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've said for years, take my name off, put your name on. But I've also said, don't publish it. So right. you know, now when I read youth ministry books and I go, oh, that's right out of my stuff and there's no credit given right. that's plagiarism to yeah me. absolutely sure good stuff all right it's a fun show I'm guys it's great here. to be together it it's is cold. freezing every now and then it's like the <laughs> yeah. northwestern whatever they're called that you people in the cold get we're getting it in here yeah. you, you, <laughs> you people, people in the cold, in the cold. <laughs> that's the Josh, title of the show right there. i love it we're i'm gonna say north yeah. westerlies north i'll go with that i'll just support you in that one okay thank you no idea no i'm gonna support you Okay. okay. Great. Excellent. Um, two shows going. without mentioning CrossFit, Josh. Nice you know what? I did all right. We we're, did flex. We're heading we there right now. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're heading to CrossFit right now. We've got to stop the show. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.